You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 17. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives. Today, we're going to talk about being confident in interviews. Now, this is something a lot of people struggle with, but the creative profession makes it even more difficult because we also have to talk through our work. There's not a lot of other professions that require you to come into an interview and showcase everything that you've done in previous jobs. And as a result of this, people feel extremely nervous when they have to interview and tell stories about their work. So I want to talk to you about five ways you can boost your confidence before you get into the room with that interviewer. The first thing you need to know is that you have immense value to the person that you are interviewing with. Busy executives and creative directors do not waste their time with candidates that are not qualified. This means they invited you there for a reason. Only 3% of candidates actually get called back for interviews. So if you're sitting with this person, that means that they see high value in what you have to offer and they're excited to hear more about it. And whether it's in person or virtual, the person that's interviewing you is spending their precious work time talking to you, which means they saw something in your experience, your skills, your talent, your knowledge that they want to explore. So going into an interview shouldn't feel like you're about to be interrogated. You have to remember that the reason you're there is because they want you to prove them right. They already see you as someone who could potentially be in the role that they're looking to fill. So giving them as many reasons as possible in the interview, that's going to even improve your chances because they're already on your side. So remember your value when you start that interview conversation. You're there to validate their decision to have a conversation with you. The second thing you should remember is that hiring managers want you to persuade them. They want you to sell yourself to them. It makes their lives and the decisions that they need to make around this role so much easier. As someone who's hired a lot of creatives, I can tell you that walking into a room where someone was prepared to talk to me about all the ways they would be an amazing fit in the role and all the skills that they bring to it, that made this experience so much better. Hiring managers don't want to ask a thousand questions trying to get to the root of why you think you're good for the position. You want to know how to influence them to see you as exactly what they need. You also want to know what you want. So when they ask you questions about the type of work you enjoy, the type of environment you thrive in, you have a clear answer. And you shouldn't ever feel that you're talking about yourself too much in an interview. A lot of creatives feel like they would be pushing their ego first. But what you're really doing is you're giving that interviewer more reasons to trust you and to trust themselves because they're the one that decided to speak with you. And they want you to tell them all of the ways you would make an amazing employee. The third thing 
you want to remember is to always frame your answers, especially in the behavioral questions. You want to set up your answer with an example, and then you want to dive into the core of it. But you don't want to ignore the details. Giving specifics engages them in the story you're telling. And it also shows that you've thought through all of the smaller elements. You never want to paint your decision-making as a creative in very broad strokes. You want to show that you're thoughtful, you're precise, you're detail-oriented, and you're someone that can solve problems effectively. And being able to frame your answers with examples of when you did this for your current or previous employers, that's going to really help them understand that you get it. You know how to handle these situations. You also don't want to avoid talking about any challenges that you might have had when you were in a specific role or working with a specific client. Being able to be vulnerable and discuss where you might have learned something or where you might have had to redirect, that shows the interviewer that you're going to be open to feedback and discussion when it comes to problem solving in your work. The fourth thing that you want to remember in interviews to continually boost your confidence is to have extra stories or examples that you can leverage from the work in your portfolio. Each piece that you show should have a couple different stories attached to it. Maybe some of them are about the work itself. Maybe some of them are about the client. And maybe some of them are about the skills and software that you use to complete the task. You don't want to use the same example for multiple questions. So making sure that you have a few backups to leverage will show off different things like collaboration skills or technical expertise, but it won't make you look like someone who has over-rehearsed and can't stray from their specific examples. The more conversational and candid your interview is, the easier it's going to be for that interviewer to see you as part of their team. And the last thing you want to do is you want to visualize your experience in the interview before you go in there. Now, I know that sounds probably kind of woo-woo for some of you, but if you can imagine the interview going well and you can think about the feelings that you have from that positive experience, it's going to create momentum for you. And it's going to give you energy instead of anxiety. So when you're prepping for the interview, Instead of making yourself nervous and worrying about forgetting examples and worrying about not talking enough or talking too much or what you're saying or how you're answering the questions, just think about yourself doing an amazing job. And what an amazing job looks like in an interview is a great conversation. It's not a game show. It's not an interrogation. It should feel like a comfortable and natural experience. And if you can leave the interview knowing that you told all the interesting stories that you had, you engaged and connected with the interviewer, you showed legitimate interest in the position and had great questions, that's all you need to do. Because again, they want you to sell your skills and your talents to them. And they want to see you as, as someone who's excited about the position and not as someone who has rehearsed their script so tightly that there's no room for improvisation. So just make sure you stay relaxed, comfortable, imagine yourself doing really well, and remember that you're there for a reason. And if you're really struggling and you're hitting a wall with your interviews and you're not getting the offers and the callbacks for the second round that you really hoped, 
I want you to contact me because there might be something very small or very specific that you're overlooking. And I want to help you figure that out so you can move out of this space and get the job that you really want. You can connect with me on rockthatcreativejob.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Instagram. And I have 20 free YouTube videos that go through interviews with different audiences. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and share it with your friends so they can move forward in their careers as well. So I hope this episode was helpful for you and gave you a different perspective on interviews. And thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>